Next on BYU Sports Nation, what's on the line? Why tonight's BYU-Utah State game is absolutely worth the hype. What is this, the internship? Dennis Pitta joins us. Does he expect to win versus Utah State tonight? And what will the offense do? And we introduce an award in honor of BYUSN legend Mitch Matthews. Of course it's elite. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, September 29th. Remember the day. Game day! And however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, alongside a man who is roughly 41% elite, Jerem Jordan. What? That high? Oh, you think that's too high? <laughs> Are Should you I questioning go my logic? Sure, whatever. <laughs> Won't be the judge of that. I, I really hope on uh, you know Wake Forest Sports Nation that they're discussing that. Yeah. About somebody. I hope so. I just assume that one day there'll be a fill-in-the-blank school Sports Nation for every school. There might they, it'll just be this growing like Montana State Sports Nation, <laughs> FCS football. We have no Thanks idea guy. what we've launched here. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you purchased caffeine on campus, caffeinated soda on campus? No, yet? no. Neither have I. Now, wait a minute. Are you, are you saying that this hasn't actually happened? We need to do that today. Well, we do need to wander campus a little bit more. Yes. Campus, yeah. We need to do that today. It's a little busy during football season, but um, generally, today, I, just, I don't have time today. I'm sorry. Do generally, you, I just bring my caffeine to campus, and, it, yeah. and it's okay, right? Yeah. But we, now, we've been doing that under the table for years. Yeah, this taboo. Oh, my gosh. Caffeine. <laughs> we, need, we need to make a plan to go and buy caffeinated soda on campus. I don't think there's going to – don't be shocked when caffeine's now on campus and all of a sudden BYU sets the season high in points today. Don't be shocked. The okay? caffeine curse. Like lifted. they took it with them to the home of Utah State, Ogden, Utah. That's where BYU stayed last night, by the way. <laughs> Truth. So Boney Not a Fu- joke. Boney Fuller's been right. Johnny Linhan said, <laughs> no joke. We're staying in Ogden. And the team will bus up to Logan. Through starting Canyon in the fall. That's a beautiful drive, actually. Yeah, Matt Bushman's like, it's kind of like a high school game. We're staying in Ogden, and then we're bussing an hour and playing a football game. Wow. <laughs> okay. Bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Hello, game day. BYU football under the Friday night lights in Logan facing in-state rival Utah State. Countdown to kickoff airs live on BYU TV at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The line for this game opened up with BYU as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Vegas Insider. It's... Down to one. In fact, some other experts have it as a pick'em game. Wow. Well then. Well then. More on that game coming up. Jamal Williams and the Packers beat the Bears 35-14. Williams had four carries for 11 yards all in the first quarter, but Williams sustained a knee injury late in the first quarter, did not return to the game. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports it is likely a knee sprain, and uh, he will have an MRI to confirm. Get better, Jamal. Other guys in action this weekend include Jordan Leslie and Kai Nakua with the Cleveland Browns. They take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Kyle Van Noy and Harvey Longy with the Patriots take on the Carolina Panthers. And Taysom Hill and the Saints take on John Denny and the Dolphins. Bronson Kafusi and the Ravens play the Steelers. 
BYU women's soccer opens up conference play tonight against San Diego. You can watch that game live right here on BYU TV beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern. Ten goals in the last four matches for BYU. And that's during the football game, so you can have a uh, dual-screen experience there. And Tom Homel, the athletic director for Brigham Young University, was officially announced as a 2017 inductee into the Utah Sports Hall of Fame yesterday. I didn't intend to come to BYU. I wouldn't have come to BYU if I didn't get hurt. And so I think there's providence involved that I ended up this California kid in the state of Utah. And so now coming into the, uh, the Utah Sports Hall of Fame, it has particularly meaning for me because of the people. Homo will be honored in a ceremony on October 16th. Pretty crazy. Congratulations Everything to Tom. That, and as I was kind of around Cal last week, I was reminded, uh, Tom Homo had, obviously with the Niners, and he was a coach at Stanford, he was the head coach at Cal. He's been all over the place, man. Well-connected, Super Bowl champ, three times as a player, one time as a coach. Man. How the dominoes have fallen. Yeah, but in the Utah Sports Hall of Fame. So this is basically for what he's done at BYU and what he's done outside, but he's been a significant player uh, in the state and outside the state. He pioneered independence for BYU football. Among other things, a lot of facility upgrades and uh, all all kinds of uh, positive experiences and changes for the athletic. Yeah, fantastic point. Tom Homo, congratulations, as Jerry mentioned, inducted in a ceremony on October 16th. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. What's on the line? Tonight's game has been described as the following. Not joking, I have heard all of the following from different media experts, fans, BYU coaches, and I quote, must win for a bowl game, a pillar game, a linchpin game, a keystone game, and the biggest game of the year. Huh? BYU, Utah State. The Cougars are trying to avoid just the third 1-4 in four start since 1972, Jerem. It's been a that's, really long time. That's crazy. I'm guessing they were, what, 74 and uh, 2010? 73 and 2010. Yeah. Wow. One in four. BYU will be a significant underdog in the two games following Utah State this week, which means, gulp, BYU, if they lose tonight, starting a potential one and six? That would be bad. Understatement of the year. BYU has lost three straight games overall coming into tonight's showdown with the Aggies. The coaches, administration, and the fan base, let's face it, need a win tonight. Oh, man. I need a win for the crowd on uh, BYU football's Kalani's Taki Tuesday night. That's what I need a win for, among other things. Listen, we talked about it Monday. We're talking about it again today. This is an enormous game on the schedule because BYU needs to win this. Must win is more like World War II, okay? So I want to avoid that phrase, but to go to a bowl game, to feel good, to get back to what you hope you really are, you need to win. And we will have more of an indication of what BYU really is tonight. BYU is not playing a Power 5 ranked team tonight. They're not playing a team that physically overmatches them. If BYU doesn't play well and loses tonight, to me that's on BYU, right? Utah State is a, a solid quality team, okay? I don't know exactly how good Utah State is. They played two Power 5 teams, they've been blown out. They played two non-Power 5 teams, they blew them out. There's no in-between. So I don't know what Utah State is, but Vegas started at 6.5 BYU. 
fa- uh, as a favorite. Down to one, like you said. That means people think Utah State is going to uh, not only cover the margin there, but win this game. Yeah, and win some, this game. Some websites Whoa! and experts have it as a pick'em game, meaning, oh, who do you think's going to win? That that's the that's the bet. I huh? thi- I think that's accurate, given the way the BYU offense has played. Here's the good news for Brigham. It's been two weeks since BYU's played Wisconsin, essentially, 13 days. They had the bye week. They've had time to say, okay, Bo Hodge is the guy. What's working well? What's, what are we going to do? Let's evaluate Utah State. BYU's had an extra week to look at Utah State. This is, this is time for BYU to show up and play well, especially on offense, force some takeaways, and win. And then tomorrow, which, by the way, we have a show tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time, countdown to conference, as we like to call it. We'll wake you up. It's the pregame show for General Conference. We will discuss what happened last night. Hopefully, it's a positive experience. <laughs> oh, and Jerem, what else is on the line? Last and probably least, the old wagon wheel. And you have to say it like that. <laughs> the old wagon wheel. We have laid out everything that goes into this game in terms of what has been discussed this week and headlines. <laughs> and there is a lot there. BYU just needs someone to step up, a la Mitch Matthews, in this rivalry game, Jerem, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. We've been talking about points. BYU needs to score points. Just how many points does the winner need tonight? I would say 27, because the winner of 27 of the last 28 BYU versus Utah State games has scored at least 27. Mitch Matthews was a big reason why BYU has enjoyed success offensively, right? Yes. He was the man against Utah State, as so aptly pointed out by Jerem Jordan yesterday. A big reason that the Cougars enjoyed the last two trips to Logan. He averaged 129 yards receiving and two touchdowns each game in his three career matches against Utah State. He was elite against Utah State, okay? I didn't think he was elite overall. I thought it was very good. I thought it was very good. Just because it's not as highly valued as Spencer. But BYU needs someone to show up. Who's the offensive playmaker for BYU uh, right now? Yes, why don't you ask the Twitter question? Who will win the, and this is new, we made this up, the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award? <laughs> it's a new thing. In tonight's game, okay? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Uh, yeah, just to say that again. I've never the, been more proud. The Mitch Matthews Elite against Utah State Memorial Award. Okay, yeah. Uh, use the hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> at CGMO52. The Warner Bros, a reign of pick sixes to end the great and terrible BYU TD dearth of 2017. BYU has a defensive touchdown in each of the last two wins in Logan. Well, well, well. Who's it going to be tonight? Okay, so who do we think? We actually have a watch list. Like, every great award has a meaningless watch list, okay? We have provided said meaningless watch list. Yeah, so it's the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award watch list. Yes, and this should have been put out in May. <laughs> but here we are, September 29th, okay? Number one on the list. Wait, no particular a, order, right? No particular oh, order. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. just the first on the list. Matt Bushman. Yes. Number two, Ula Tolutau. Jonah Trineman. Bo Hodge. Yes. Bo Hodge, Bo Hodge probably has to be a, a, like a serious candidate. You'd right? hope. You'd hope. Fred Warner mentioned by at CGMO52. Micah Simon, who we will talk to two-on-one later in today's program. And how about the sleeper? Kairos Tonga in the middle on the defensive line. 
Okay, there are probably others, but these are the guys that likely you're going to have a Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award kind of performance. Watch, okay? it's going to be Talon Shumway, the one guy that we yeah, did exactly. not put on the list. Dang it! <laughs> I really hope that someone shows up in a big way, okay? I'm tired of this kind of collective unit. It's like in the past, like the BYU women's basketball team didn't have like a score over like 15 a game a couple years, and it was like, well, we have balance. We like that. You know what? You need stars. Do you go to a movie where there's no star in it? You're like, I need a star. It's rare, right? Yeah, very rare. You need, like, someone to show up, like the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award. Someone needs to show up tonight in a big way. I think Ulutolu Tau is the most likely guy of all those guys. Yes. Because be- I think he can get a hundy and, like, two touchdowns. And you're like, boom, goes the dynamite. Run pass option with Bo Hodge. It's going to be Ula and Bo and a lot of it. Like, I don't see a receiver being the guy in this. I really don't. And coming up, we'll discuss if we think that uh, there's a ch- what's the chance that Bo Hodge throws at least two touchdowns, two or more. Ooh, throws two? Throws two. That seems like a lot, right? <laughs> this is, like, with Bo, this is 2012 Taysom Hill where we're like, good runner, waiting to see him progress in the pass game. This feels the same, right? Who will win the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award? That At is least our we Twitter can agree on Mitch question. Matthews and Elite finally <laughs> in some way. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Ron Bond 2015, going with a defensive player, Sione Takitaki will be elite and bring home the award. We need to cause havoc on their quarterback, Kent Myers. What would be an elite performance there? Like, Two, two sacks, tackle for loss. Yeah, like three. Forced fumble. Yeah, I don't know. It'd have to be a Kyle Vanoy-like performance to be elite. At Twiggy or Stone, Micah Simon. He has caught every ball that comes near him, and he is averaging 15 yards a catch. Ready to have a breakout game. If it's going to be a receiver, hard to argue with that, right? Yeah, he's the big play guy. Coming up, we'll talk to that man, Micah Simon. He'll tell us. Why the offense will be better tonight. And All-American tight end, Super Bowl champion and broadcaster in training, Dennis Pitta joins us next. What kind of offensive output does he expect from BYU tonight? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation on a Friday. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation is rolling right now on the Twitter machine. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. We want more followers. We're at 21,000 plus strong. We want more. Yes, we are greedy. Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's not greedy, it's hungry. We hungry. As Chad Lewis once said. They're hungry. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Hey, countdown to kickoff is tonight, baby, 7 Eastern time. Uh, Live shots from Logan, analysis uh, from Provo. Also, Southfield, we'll have Spencer join the program from Southfield to uh, weigh in on his Y-Factor. It's on BYU TV and the app tonight. Blaine Fowler live from Logan. Dave McCann, Brian Logan, David Nixon in studio. If you are local and you want to be in the crowd, you want to come get on TV, you want to watch the game, say you don't have uh, CBS Sports Network. You want to eat free pizza. Free pizza. Come hang out. Uh, Doors open at uh, 4.30 p.m. local time. Who will win the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award? Or should I say the MMEVUSMA? <laughs> Everyone knows that one. Thank you, Jason Shepard. That's, that's like uh, on the level of USTFCCCA. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're all go, over We're it. going there. All over it. At Laser Sheep, 
Good friend of the program, Ula Tolutau, will have three touchdowns tonight. He is the guy. I won't be shocked at that. I will not be shocked at that. I'm calling at least two for Ula tonight. All right. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, All-American tight end, Super Bowl champion, Ravens radio broadcaster, Dennis Pitta. Dennis, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday. Cheers, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. Did how, you say cheers? How was you yeah. came back from London? How, how was London, man? <laughs> that was a really nice segue into London, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely it was. I mean, other than the Ravens kind of getting blown out, not kind of, but getting blown out, how, how was London? <laughs> yeah, so London was good. You know, we, we got to see all the sights. We had a really good time, and then we got to the game, and it all went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> we lost 44-7, to so it was, uh, it was fun, and then... It was a really long plane ride home. Yeah, yeah. Good time. Uh, what's the best and toughest part about getting into the live broadcast booth for you? Well, you know, there's been challenges. I mean, as you guys would know, um, it's difficult. It's way more difficult than people think. And to, yeah. to have good content through the course of four quarters is, is not easy, and especially – when you're trying to call a game where it's 44 to zero oh. in the third quarter, what do you talk about for a quarter and a half? You know, when they're just trying to run off the clock and everybody's trying to get out of there. So um, blowout wins are not easy to call. I think when you have a close game all the way to the end, those are the ones that are the easiest, but unfortunately I haven't got any of those yet. So we're hoping to see that this week when we have our big rival, um, the Steelers come into town. So, ah, uh, yes. One of the great NFL rivalries. Also, it's probably weird to, assess what your buddies are doing on the field, right? If like if it's a bad play and you're like, oh man, that was a bad play, but I don't even want to say their name. <laughs> like are you calling out yeah, Joe I Flacco, mean, your friend? <laughs> you know, I, I've been pretty easy on Joe Flacco. Um, <laughs> but you have to kind of walk you know, you have to kind of walk a, a tight little line there as far as how critical you can be. I mean these were guys that I was playing with just a couple months ago and in the locker room with and still really good friends and so uh, fortunately, they're playing and not really listening to my broadcast. So I can say <laughs> yeah. most, you know, what I want to say, but you know, you do have to kind of be careful. Absolutely, Dennis Pitta with us on BYU Sports Nation, and BYU's got to be careful tonight. This is a big game with Utah State, and uh, feels almost weird to say BYU Utah State and big game in the same sentence, but here we are. BYU's one and three. They're in Logan. This is this is a really important game. If BYU loses this, they're in some real trouble. Uh, what kind of context do you see going into this game for BYU on the season? Well, I think it, this is their season. I think if you lose tonight and you go one and four through, you know, these first five weeks of the season, I mean, that is difficult to rebound from, especially, you know, we have excuses over the, you know, the last few weeks we've played ranked power five conference teams, really good teams. What's your excuse after this game? Maybe it's just, you know, we're not very good. I think that's the reality that would set in if you lose to Utah State. Now, I know Utah State is a little bit better this year than they have been in years past. Um, offensively, they're, they're more dynamic and do a lot of cool things and, you know, with RPOs and, and short passes and all that kind of stuff. But this is a game where you have to win if you're BYU. You have to be more physical up front. You have better linemen, or should, than Utah State. You have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to stop the run. And so this is one of those games where if you don't win, I mean, what do you really have to look forward to as the season continues? Who needs to win this game more, Dennis, BYU or Utah State? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm going to say BYU because, you know, I, I, I don't, 
I don't have any ties with Utah State, obviously. I could care less if they win or lose, right? <laughs> win. And because this is an important game for our season, you can't go one and four and have a loss to Utah State. I mean, it's bad enough that we've already lost to Utah. Um, I understand some of the other losses, but, you know, losing to Utah and Utah State in the first five weeks of the season, I mean, think the one and four, can it get any worse for this team at that point? I think I don't think so. Lenny Stocke on Tuesday said offensively it has it can't get much worse, and we hope that the offense shows up tonight and shows some improvement. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, although I think Broncos uh, Bronco Mendenhall's 24 plus number would be a good number for the offense. What do you think would be improvement for the BYUO tonight? Well, I mean, any signs of life I think would be an improvement, right? You know, we're we're dead last in in offense, and you know that's. That's so atypical of a BYU offense. And so I think we're all kind of taken aback by that. But I just think offensively, you have to be able to establish the run, and especially in a game like this. We should be able to dominate the trenches. We have the people to do it. We should have better talent than them in the trenches. Can we play physical enough? Can we establish a run? Because if we're able to do that, everything else is so much easier than in this offense. And in Ty Detmer's system, if you can't run the ball, it makes things very, very difficult. And listen, you know, with, with the backup quarterback still starting in this game, I think if you can't run the ball, it's going to be tough to move the ball even against the Utah State. So we'll see. I expect them to be able to run the ball well. Let's see if that, that comes to fruition. BYU opened as a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this rivalry game. It is all the way down to BYU by one. In fact, some other sites have it as a pick game. What kind of game do you anticipate in terms of a differential when all is said and done between BYU and Utah State? Well, honestly, I think it will be a close game. Logan is a difficult place to play, but I have a tough time calling this a rivalry game. I mean, you guys have referred to that as a rivalry game a lot. We're just trying to be nice. uh, I know, I know. It's kind of like Jeremy and I's relationship. Like, I'm his best friend, but he's not my best friend. So they, I think the rivalry is more important to them than it is to us. I mean, you have the what is it, the old wagon wheel? Oh yeah. That wagon wheel sat in our locker room for you know three years before I even knew what it was. Oh boy. And you know, I passed by it every day. By the time I actually found out what it was, it was right by my locker my senior year. I used to just hang my dirty clothes on it, you know, (laughs) just because I needed extra space. Are you serious right now? I'm serious. That's how little we value the wagon wheel. It was just always there. We didn't even know really what it was. So when you talk about rivalry, I mean, over the last, since 1975, we've dominated, you know, 31-5 and five, um, against Utah State. I, I don't consider that a rival, to be honest. But, you know, this game will be close. And <laughs> I know I went a little hard on Utah State right there. <laughs> you can't even say it without laughing. about my abuse of the wagon wheel. <laughs> The, the, uh, the scores aren't even updated on it from 2014, 15, 16. Oh I think they did that uh, Wednesday. Also, I was never invited to bocce ball. I think that's where our friendship <laughs> could have started earlier. Are you a bocce player? Yeah, dude. I was, I was in school at the same time you were. I was never invited to the IPF at 9 p.m. on a Thursday night. <laughs> um, yeah, there were, obviously there were reasons why you weren't invited. And I'm gathering as much. You now, but, yeah. <laughs> Tennis, 
I'm not sure how we uh, top what just happened on the show, but we're, we're going to try. What are your top <laughs> memories from the BYU-Utah State not rivalry? Can't wait for this. <laughs> the, the non-rival. All right, so um, I think it was 20, 2008. 2008, um, my junior year. We, I think we played Utah State the fourth or fifth game of the season, okay. and it was in Logan. And we had just come off two huge wins. We beat UCLA 59-0. I think we beat Wyoming 44 to nothing. I mean, we were on a roll. We go out to Logan, and we really didn't play our best football. I mean, it is a, a tough atmosphere to play in. It's not the biggest stadium, but, you know, their fans hate us, and, and we heard all about it. And so it was kind of an ugly game, but we were up 34-14, to 14, I think. It was, so we were up by 20. You know, the game was out of hand. It was the fourth quarter, and... The Utah State crowd, all they were chanting was overrated <laughs> the whole fourth quarter. And it's like, you look around like, guys, we're up by 20, okay? We just scored 34 points. I know this isn't our best performance. It's not 59-0. to zero, But get over it, okay? You're not our rival. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, and I remember thinking, wow, this is the state of, yeah, where, where, where this is at. Yet, uh, BYU, so... The fact that Utah State hasn't won a ton hasn't been the point. It's the fact that they've actually been some good games recently, and it helps that, like, yeah. Robert Turbin and Bobby Wagner and other guys that are in the NFL have been in that rivalry and helped in that. Uh, some injuries to one Taysom Hill didn't help either, but what do you actually expect tonight? How do you actually expect tonight's game to play out? Um, honestly, I do expect it to be a close game. I mean, we're coming off a bye. I think it takes – uh, a little bit of an adjustment getting back into to playing form after a bye. Um, and they're going to be fired up. You know, they'll have their home crowd behind them. They they certainly think that they can win this game, so they'll have a lot of confidence going into it. I don't know where our mental state will be, you know, how good we think we are or, or what we'll be able to do in this game. But it will be close. You know, I, I do think we'll be able to come out on top. But and like you mentioned, you know, I've been a little hard on this rivalry, um, Utah State and BYU, but – over the last you know few years, it has generated a lot of close games. We've lost a couple times. I think what 2010 and 2014. Yeah, we actually lost to them. So um, you know it'll be a fun game and, and a ton of energy, and, and then we'll be able to pull out a win and all enjoy conference over the weekend, right? Absolutely, Dennis. Let's uh, have you put your Ravens broadcaster hat on just for a moment before we say goodbye and get an update on Bronson Kafusi. Uh, where is he at in terms of getting more reps with the Ravens and recent injuries along the defensive line as they take on heated rival Pittsburgh? A real rivalry. A real rivalry. Thank you. <laughs> um, listen, Bronson's going to play a lot in this game, and I actually think he will start this game. Wow. He has not played a snap you know, in a regular season game his entire career. He was hurt all last year and then has been inactive through the first three weeks. But um, – the the our starting defensive end who was playing in front of him just suffered a Liz Frank injury, so uh, he'll be out. And Bronson will step right in. Bronson's going to have to play a lot on Sunday, and he's uh, going to be asked to do a lot. So I'm excited for him. I think he's going to play great. And you know the the keys to the franchise are turned over to him, so so to speak, for this uh, this game. And you know he's got a lot on his shoulders. Dennis. Thank you for sharing the stories of the old wagon wheel. You have forever changed our lives. <laughs> yeah, and I regret touching it now. <laughs> <laughs> you should, but it was a joke, okay? 
I got you, man. I got you. We appreciate the time. Have fun with the uh, the Ravens and Steelers. We know you'll be watching BYU tonight. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye, best friend. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Dennis Pitt on the Death Red First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. The old wagon wheel. <laughs> it'll get you. Coming up, what's the chance Bo Hodge throws two touchdown passes tonight? I love so much how honest he was. But first, two-on-one all-access with BYU receiver Micah Simon. Why does he feel like the offense will work tonight? Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends, on a Friday, a game day. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. There's only one place. You can get the pregame show for LDS General Conference, and it's not here. I don't know where it is. But we will be at live at 11 a.m. Eastern time. We jokingly call it Countdown to Conference, our uh, pregame show for conference special, if you will. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time, uh, get in your pajamas, cook your pancakes and your bacon and sausage and eggs, and hang out with us. And, yes, this is what you need to watch before conference. We will be discussing happy things tomorrow morning, Jerem. We will. We will. We will. I believe that we will win, said the Utah State crowd. Yeah. BYU's going to win this game. Yes. If they don't, uh, it's World War III here. If we don't, then we're canceling <laughs> the show tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> BYU football under the Friday Night Lights in Logan, of course. As we refresh today's BYUS and headlines, countdown to kickoff, live, 7 Eastern time, this line for BYU-Utah State the not rivalry, according to Dennis Pitta, <laughs> opened up at six and a half point favorite for BYU. It's down to the Cougars by one. Wow. Jamal Williams and the Packers beat the Bears 35-14 last night. Williams had four carries for 11 yards, but did injure his knee. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports it is likely a knee strain. He'll have an MRI to confirm. Other guys in action this weekend include Jordan Leslie and Kai Nakua of the Cleveland Browns against the Cincinnati Bengals. Kyle Van Noy and Harvey Longy of the Patriots face the Carolina Panthers. Jason Hill and the Saints against John Denny, the Barber, and the Dolphins. And Bronson Kafusi and the Ravens. Bronson Kafusi expects to play a lot, maybe even start. Yeah. Take on the Steelers. BYU women's soccer opening up conference play tonight against San Diego. You can watch that game right here on BYU TV at 9 Eastern. As Jerem said, have a dual screen experience. Soccer on one, BYU football on the other. And yesterday, Tom Homo was officially announced as a 2017 inductee into the Utah Sports Hall of Fame. He'll be honored in a ceremony on October 16th. Congratulations to BYU's athletic director. Sophomore wide receiver Micah Simon, averaging 15 yards a catch, seemingly converts a third down every time he catches a ball, doesn't have a ton of catches, but they have been efficient and effective. He feels like this week the offense will work better. Don't call him Mika Simmons. Whatever you do, it's Micah Simon. BYU football all-access two-on-one with the receiver. You're back again for another interview, Micah. Micah's our guy, dude. Yeah, are, I'm are, here. Are you the BYU I'm here, Sports I'm Nation back. go-to guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I need a 50-yard bomb, there's only one person I turn to, and it's Micah. Simon. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the guy. How are you feeling? AK Mika Simmons. How are you feeling after the bye week, man? What, what, why was the bye week good for you individually? 
uh, you know, it was just, um, you know, some time to just reflect, you know, step back. You can watch all the games again, you know, go through all the all the plays you had and just, you know, figure out why we were struggling, you know, what we need to do better. Um, but I'm not going to lie, it, had, it was hard, though, you know, because you, you want to play. You want to – it's hard taking a week off because you want to get out there and play on Saturday. So watching all my friends play, you know, cheering them on at different schools. But I was like, man, I want to be out there too, so – the end of the half there, uh, 50-yard bomb to you. What, what was it like to have the biggest play of the season thus far? It was good. You know, it's good uh, momentum at the time. And, uh, you know, try to hopefully carry that on for the rest of the season. Um, we need more big plays. So that was good to see us, you know, convert on that. Maybe we call him the big play guy. How about big that? Play. Instead of go-to guy, he's like, the, the, the big, big play, play guy. The big play guy. Okay. Let's are, do it. are you cool with that? Uh, yeah, I'm cool with whatever you guys got. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't really matter. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> We're going to call you the big play guy. A lot has been said about the, the players-only meeting and the emotions that were in that, what was said, and, and how it has translated now to the field in practice. And coaches say they can see a difference. Players saying they can see a difference. What was that meeting like for you emotionally? I mean, you know, it was it was great. It was it was really nice to see a lot of guys step up and talk. You know, we you know we obviously have our captains that are vocal, and then you know seniors that are vocal. But you know, as it's as a freshman, you know. They're not really vocal like that at practice, but for them for them to have the courage to get up there and say, you know, you know, whatever they wanted to at the players on the meeting and have guys, you know, locked in listening was great to see. And, you know, to see that, you know, everybody was trying to be on the same page to see what we needed to do to be better. So, you know, it was great. We um we did the meeting um last season as well. It was before the season, but we just knew we needed, you know, um like Fred Fred had called it and uh, the other uh, the other captains and they just knew we needed to just have a, you know, just have a talk, just lay everything out, you know, no coaches around, no, you know, whoever, just just talk over things. So it was good. Offensively, there's a lot going on on one side that you could address, but what are you guys doing that you feel like is good that you can do uh, more of at this point? Um, you know, I think just shortening up like on our third downs, you know, instead of being in third and long a lot, it's, it's been getting better each week of, you know, third and six, third and four. We can make that better, you know, third and one, third and two, which just gives us a higher percentage to keep the drives going. So we'll just keep that up. What role will having more of a run game have on the entire offense? Should that happen this Friday night? I mean, yeah, you know, uh, you kind of, you kind of, you can't be one-dimensional. You know, uh, you have to be able to do a lot of things well. So us to have a good run game and then complement that with a good passing game will be good. So uh, you know, just expect to see a lot of things change this week. Why do you feel like up to this point, what you saw happen in fall camp, what you did in fall camp, hasn't translated to the field in the actual games? Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's tough sometimes when you, you know, think back, you know, during spring ball or, you know, fall camp, you know, just like, you know, yeah, we look great. You know, a lot of things are going well. And then, yeah, you get in the games and it's just not the same. So you just kind of have to take, take a step back and just kind of look and understand why things aren't going the way they are and just – you know, no, even though at the end of the day, if we're not getting the same look in the games that, you know, our scouts are doing in practice, you still have to execute. So you can't you can't just kind of be caught up in that. Michael, what's up with Fred Warner tweeting during the bye week, a video of you when you were like 17 in the mud? <laughs> Saying you're putting in work and, during the and, bye and week. And that wasn't last week. Come on. Yeah, and it was it was pretty funny because we were we were actually at home and <laughs> we were both on the couch and then we we're watching this video and I was just like, wow, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, Margin Hooks had tweeted the video or retweeted it. And uh, 
Fred was like, what is this? And I was just like, bro, that was my first workout as a receiver after uh, after my quarterback days. And it was, you know, twenty back in 2015. And, you know, yeah, I, I look bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of like had same arm, same leg running action going on. Uh, but, yeah, Fred, you know, thought it would be funny to tweet out to his <laughs> 6,000 followers that I was getting in work during the bye week. But that was false. That was three years ago. <laughs> and I was like, he's not in Texas. Like, what is this? Like, yeah, so we we did get a good laugh about that. And, I th- yeah, I think uh, Mitch Matthews had tweeted, like, LOL, did I see, you know, same arm, same leg <laughs> <laughs> So it was a good laugh. But, yeah, that was definitely not this past week. <laughs> the qu- uh, it was the highlight of the bye week for me. And like, are uh, you roommates honestly. or – yeah, your roommates with, with Troy the and Fred. Troy and Fred, both the Warner Brothers, so that's that's fun. The three of you. The three of us. How do you fit into that situation? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm kind of like the middleman. Just make sure they're in line. You know, I'm I'm like the like the older brother. You can say. Okay. Yeah. You know, me and Fred and I are both 20, and he's older than me. But you know, I make I keep them both in line. You're the old man at 20. <laughs> 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 Words never spoken with real old ages at yeah. BYU. Do do they ever fight? Like are they just always cool? Nah, they're they're good people. Yeah. They're yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're good. They're good brothers. Yeah, they seem like it. I want I want like a little. Maybe if one of them was on offense, there'd be like a little more friction there. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? You know. But now, yeah, they're good. They're good people to live with. Why do you feel like Ty Detmer's offense will work for BYU? Just kind of you just have to stick with it. You know, I trust our coaches. They're they're smart. You know, they've all played. They've they've coached and. Uh, you know, they, they know how to use us, use the personnel we have. So you just have to trust in them and trust in ourselves and, you know, in our teammates, and we'll be fine. Are you getting the coverages that you want and it's just not being executed on the field? Like, where where is it not coming together? You know, it's just sometimes it's hard to say. You know, it's not just one thing. You know, it's, it's everybody as a group can be better. You know, the line can be better, you know, to help the quarterback. The receivers can be better to help the quarterback, you know, just everybody. We can all do more to just make everybody's job easier. So it just comes down to execution. Utah State has been one extreme to the other, depending on who they played each week. But what do you think of the Aggies? Oh, yeah, they're good. They're, uh, you know, they're tough. They have they have a good defense. They uh, create a lot of havoc, a lot of turnovers. Um, got a lot of ball hawks in their secondary. So, you know, we just have to be, be prepared for them. You know, each week we see a good secondary. So this will be another good test. What kind of atmosphere do you anticipate in Logan, Utah? I feel like, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be rowdy, you know. It's like a rivalry game. Um, you know, they're coming off a, a good big win um, last week. And I'm sure, you know, they're ready to, uh, you know, get at us so it'll be it'll be fun what would a win do for BYU psychologically a win will be great you know just keep us uh going in the right direction you know uh momentum to carry into the week after that and then hopefully just string a lot of wing a lot of wins together big play guy Micah Simon go put in some more work on that muddy field in Texas (laughs) and let's give them the BYU Sports Nation karma yes let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma you cool with that I don't know. Is it good karma? <laughs> <laughs> Why would we give you bad karma, bro? We only give the good we juju, on, We man. only get, yeah, and we give it to people that have 50-plus-yard plays. So. Yeah. All T- right. There's T- only one person to give it to. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah it would be you. <laughs> Typically, the athletes we give the karma to are, are good. So yeah. it's a, you know, a quid pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we give you something, you give BYU something. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Perfect. Appreciate it. <laughs> Two-on-one BYU football all-access. He didn't know about the karma. That's all right. He's going to know 
tonight. Yeah, he'll know now, as will the rest of BYU Sports Nation. Believe it. I gave it to Corbin Kafusi as well this week, just for public record. He brought up Mitch Matthews in the interview. Who will win the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award? That's the thing, if you're just tuning in. That's the thing we just created. Hey, coming up, <laughs> who's going into a Hall of Fame and which Hoops assistant got a promotion? Also, what's the chance the BYU defense has multiple takeaways? It hasn't happened all year, Jerem. Why not in Logan? This is BYU Sports Nation. All year? What? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. To my left on his Studio B throne is Jerem Jordan. I am merely Spencer Linton. We are live from the Studio Bizzle, your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. We may or may not have been listening to Rebecca Black's Friday during the last break. We needed some energy, bro. (laughs) Women's soccer takes on San Diego tonight, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and the app. So you can watch uh, the football game as well as the soccer game if you would like tonight. Partying, partying. Yeah! yeah! Twitter question today. Who will win the Mitch Matthews Elite versus Utah State Memorial (laughs) Award in tonight's game? so ridiculous. The MMEVUSMA. Everybody knows that. Use the hashtag. (laughs) At Kiwi Jackman says, Micah Simon. We gave him the karma. Dude hasn't missed yet on being a playmaker. Kalani Satake said they need to get him the ball more. Watch. For stomps into the end zone. I like it. What's the chance Micah Simon catches a touchdown? Not something we're discussing in what's the chance, but something to think about. Let's play it. BYU Sports Nation asks, what's the chance? 100%. That we're going to play what's the chance? Yes. Good call. Number one. Let's get it going. What's the chance the BYU defense has two, count them, Two or more takeaways tonight. I'll take one. I'll take uh, 70%. I think there's a high chance. Multiple takeaways. Yeah. They hungry. Oh, they hungry. 70%. Wow, that's high, man. I say 51%. BYU defense has two takeaways tonight. I think they'll for sure get one. 100% they get one. But two? Hasn't happened all year. Okay, Jerem likes 70%. Number two. What's the chance BYU scores more than 20 points? That would be a season high against Utah State. I'll go uh, 100%. Yes, It's Jarrah. happening tonight. It is yes. happening. Yes. BYU is scoring some points tonight. That's- 100% right there with you, man. BYU will score more than 20 points if against they don't, Utah you State. Can get your money back that we didn't give you in the first place. If BYU doesn't score 20 points, do they win the game? Probably. Probs not. Probably not. 100% BYU scores 20 or more. Number three. What's the chance Ula Tulatau rushes the ball 15 or more times tonight? Please, yes. 100%. Please, yes. This will happen. He had 13 rushes against Wisconsin. He it, will most rush. Most in the first half. He will rush the ball more against Utah State. He's going like 22 tonight, barring injury. Back-to-back 100% across the board. In Studio B, yes, Ulatolotau yes. will carry the ball 15-plus times Your creative tonight. numbers going now. Number four. What's the chance you make it three in a row? 100% chances with this one. 100%. What's oh. the chance Bo Hodge throws for two or more TD passes? 17%. I think BYU is going to run the rock a lot. I, I, I think passing the ball will be uh, secondary to the primary rushing the ball. Oh, I'm, I'm going low. I'm going 17. More than two? 
So three. More than two. So three plus. Oh, 17 yeah. plus? He wears number seven. Seven percent. Seven percent? Yes. I can see Bo Hodge throwing two touchdown passes, but Wait, three? who? Bo Hodge. Bo Hodge. Yes. <laughs> it's, we need to play that as much as possible with uh, him as the starting quarterback. Right? Yes. I believe <laughs> Bo Hodge will throw a touchdown pass, but three plus? Goodness, yeah, 7%. Really low. Number five. Last one. What's the chance BYU beats Utah State tonight? 75%. Feeling good, but there's a little bit of me that's a little nervous. So, you know what? I want to change it to 82%. Oh, really? 82, that's yeah. funny that you say that because I was going to go 81%. So, oh, perfect. With, without I knowing lo- that I you were one-upping you. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you topped me without oh, even knowing that. I would want to be the person on The Price is Right, by the way, that would be like, one dollar. Oh yeah, That's when you're on you uh, contestants yeah. row. Yeah, absolutely, totally. I have a friend whose sister won big, and he was like the main consultant in the crowd or whatever. <laughs> he still has it on his DVR. I would. And keep it was it like there too a few years ago, which is a smart move, so he can relive that. I say eighty-one percent. You say eighty-two percent. BYU beats Utah State tonight. I'm, listen, I'm nervous, but I'm feeling good. Does that make sense? Yes, those it does. Two, those are maybe two opposing ideas there. I'm a little anxious. I I just think BYU is going to be able to run the ball tonight, and it will change everything. As Dennis Pitt has said, in Tide Etmer's offense, you have to be able to run the rock. If you don't, it's death. Motivation at an all-time high for a wounded BYU football team emotionally. They are ready to play. There's a sense of urgency yes. because they're vulnerable. Yes, and that helps them tonight. No question. The urgency and almost desperation is in full swing. That's an advantage for BYU. I hope it doesn't hurt you in some way because once that ball gets rolling negatively, that could be bad. So hopefully it's a good performance early. Coming up, a Canadian Cougar at the President's Cup. There were three United States presidents formerly watching that yesterday. Pretty cool. The President's Cup. It makes sense. Indeed. And so many Cougars in the NFL. Who's doing what, where, and when? Everything you need to know for your BYU to NFL fix. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guest, rivalry expert, Dennis Pitta <laughs> and Micah Simon. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Ball night for BYU versus Utah State. Countdown to kickoff is live at 7 Eastern time. Cougars in the NFL. Jamal Williams and the Green Bay Packers beat up on their longtime rival, the Bears, 35-14. Williams had four carries for 11 yards all in the first quarter, but then sustained a knee injury. We're hearing it's a knee sprain. That happened late in the first quarter. He did not return to the game. Get better, Jamal. Other guys in action include Jordan Leslie, Kainakou, and the Browns against the Bengals, your Bengals, Kyle Van and Harvey Longy for the Patriots against the Carolina Panthers. Taysom Hill and the New Orleans Saints take on John Denny and the Dolphins. Taysom's going to get a haircut after from John. Bronson Kafusi and the Ravens. We hear Bronson's going to start, according to Dennis Pitta, take on longtime rival Pittsburgh. Soccer. Ladies open up conference play tonight against San Diego at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV during the football game. You can watch both if you want. Athletics News. Tom Holmo officially announced as a 2017 inductee into the Utah Sports Hall of Fame yesterday. Congratulations, Tom. He will be honored in a ceremony on October 16th. Women's basketball. Dan Nielsen has been promoted to associate women's head basketball coach. Nielsen has been an assistant in the program since 2013. Volleyball. Ninth-ranked BYU will face the only other ranked West Coast Conference team, number 17, San Diego. 
tomorrow, 3 Eastern in America's finest city. And on the men's side, the U.S. national team swept the Dominican Republic last night in the Norseca Continental Championship in three sets. Taylor Sander, 12 points, which was the second most on the team. Ben Patch had a point. The U.S. will play Costa Rica tonight in the quarterfinals. Cross country. The sixth-ranked BYU men's team and 19th-ranked BYU women's teams in Springfield, Oregon, to compete in the Bill Dellinger Invitational. Tennis. The women's team is in Berkeley today to participate in the Cal Fall Invitational this week. Cougars in the PGA. I remember when I was in Berkeley. Daniel Summerhays just teed off his second round. Sorry, too loud. At the Web.com Tour Championship, Zach Blair tees off at 1.15 Eastern. And Mike Weir is an assistant captain for the international squad in the President's <laughs> Cup versus the American team. We have a cat infestation. After day one of competition, the U.S. leads three and a half to one and a half. That is also a political commentary. Yes. Softball. BYU began their fall schedule yesterday with a 21-1 win against Snow College. Oh, that's mean. And absolutely Badgers care about that. Next up, the Cougars will face Salt Lake Community College on Wednesday. Well, they weren't honey badgers. We know that. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that truth. Much disparity. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Goes to my dude, Mitch Matthews, Elite versus Utah State Memorial Award in tonight's game, which is our Twitter question. <laughs> Who's going to win it? The MMEVUSMA. At Away Cook says, Matt Bushman, he is ready. His ability will combine with Hodges' athleticism to ignite and fuel an unstoppable winning force within the team. Our elite tweet of the day from Matt CL underscore living. Might as well be Bo Tanner. Bo to Bo is Bo to full for an hashtag elite tweet. Oh, call this Nicely shot. Done. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Shows on demand. BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to, Ma- to Tamana Paongo. Was there a greater player in BYU's history? <laughs>